You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide. And today we have a very special guest. Uh, Today we are speaking with Rocky Lalvani. Rocky is from Profit Comes First, where they help business owners, excuse me, who don't like to look at their business financials, make better financial decisions. The Profit First system ensures you don't have to change your habits to learn complicated accounting principles. Hundreds of thousands of businesses have achieved the ability to take profit distributions. Uh, Rocky, I wanted to uh, welcome you to the uh, to the show today. Thank you so much, Giuseppe. I'm honored to be here. Great. I, I appreciate it. So, Rocky, I, I like to always ask uh, all of our guests the uh, first similar question. You know, what fill us in a little bit on your background. How did you get into this uh, business and what does that journey look like? So it's been a lifelong journey for me. I'm an immigrant to the United States. I came here when I was a little kid. My parents brought me to create the American dream. And as we were growing up, they literally had to start over again in, in their forties. And I watched them and all their friends kind of climb that financial ladder. And in doing that, they used to have a lot of conversations. And as kids, we just got to kind of listen in and learn the principles of building wealth. They had already done it once in their life. And now they they essentially had to start over and do it again. So we were always having these money conversations. And I don't know, for whatever reason, from the time I was young, I was always interested in money. And I had this goal of becoming a millionaire. And I was always learning about money. But I had a struggle internally when I got out of college. It was like I didn't want to go into the financial selling space and and I didn't have enough knowledge to know more than that because I didn't like a lot of the products they were selling. And so I kind of went away from what was naturally a good fit and just ended up in a whole different kind of career. And I spent a good part of my life in corporate and in sales. And I, I had a wonderful run and I put my wealth building principles into play. And I think one of the things that was always underlying in my in the back of my mind, and I think one of your guests recently talked about it, Mark Miller, was I don't want to be that guy who's in his early 50s and loses his job and essentially loses everything, you know, from the top of his career and falls apart. And so I knew I had to build wealth in And that's what I worked on. And then as I got closer to that point, I was like, well, I originally thought I would just retire. And and as I got closer to that, I was like, I don't know if retirement's the right answer because you essentially stop growing, right? It's kind of like, I found out that that wasn't what I wanted to do. So then I I really had to do a lot of self-work to say, what is it that I want to do and what am I good at? And what is the world willing to pay for? And what I learned through that whole process was about financial coaching, which I had never been aware of. And then I I went through a whole long journey pivoting through that until I eventually ended up with the Profit First system and and hooking up with Mike Michalowicz. That's great. Yeah. And and in our conversations, that's a very important uh, point. When we talk about profit, we talk about financials. Um, a lot of existing as well as brand new business owners, uh, their knowledge, their experience with financials is just not where it needs to be. 
I, I talk to business owners on a weekly basis and, and many of them treat cash flow uh, the same as profit or, or, or vice versa. And they're just not aware. They've just, you know, whatever's coming in, that money's being spent and they're not necessarily looking at a, a, a profit and loss. So with that being said, if you could tell us a little bit more about, uh, you know, profit comes first, uh, your comp- the, the company you're affiliated with and just uh, s- some of the services you have to offer. Uh, so I find that really, really interesting. And so that to me was a big shock. I just always assume that people who ran businesses understood the business of business. Right. And what I found out is that 80% of business owners don't look at their numbers. They look mm-hmm. at their bank balance. Mm-hmm. 15% of them look at their reports, but don't fully understand them. And there's probably 5% of business owners that have it down and they're the ones who really thrive. And that's why some businesses thrive and other businesses don't. I help the 95% who don't look at their numbers or don't understand them thrive. Mike Michalowicz is an entrepreneur. And like all entrepreneurs, you know, we go through ups and downs and struggles. And he had early success, cashed out of his business, you know, the, the success story. And then he essentially blew all his money and he hit rock bottom. And he said, he didn't want to have to do that again. And he wanted to create a system that worked. And part of what he did was he looked out there at the world and said, why are we all struggling? And part of it is, is because accountants and bookkeepers or reporters, they put the numbers where they need to go so that you can tell the government how much you owe in taxes, but they're not there to teach you how to build wealth. They're not going to help you build wealth, unfortunately. Some of them do, but the majority don't. They all work of that standard formula that I'm sure you're well familiar of, which is sales minus expenses equals profit. And that means profit comes last. But if you're in business, profit should come first. And so what Mike did was change the formula to sales minus profit equals expenses. So essentially, you take profit first right off the top, and, and you actually remove it from your business. And, and you know during these days and times, you see how important it is to have that money outside your business so that when things don't go as expected, you have the ability to get through that. The other thing he realized is it's very hard for us to change habits, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about diets. Every Nobody wants to be on a diet. Nobody wants to do the things you have to. So how do we use our habits to better util- make decisions? And one of the things he, he found was Parkinson's law. And basically what Parkinson's law says, that things expand to the resources allocated to them. So for example, if you say to somebody, I have a project and I have $10,000 to spend, they'll spend $10,000. But if you say I have a project and I have $1,000 to spend, and it's that same project, you'll figure out a way to get it done for $1,000. And the same thing, if I give you, I have a report to do and you give me a week to do it, I'll take a week to do it. But if I have a report to do and you give me an hour to do it, we'll figure out a way to get it done in an hour. And that's an important concept in, if we look at that, how do we then spend less. And most business owners look at their bank balance and they say, okay, there's money to spend. I'm going to go spend it. What they don't remember is that, oh, I forgot to pay taxes. Oh, I forgot this big bill coming up. Oh, I've got payroll. And they get themselves stuck because they aren't focused on the numbers. And the profit first system does is it, it allocates all the money as soon as it comes in 
so that when you look at your bank balance, you're seeing what's truly there to spend, not money that's already essentially been spent like taxes, but you haven't written the check yet. Right. Yes. No, I, I could not agree with you more. And uh, to uh, a new business owner, whether it be a franchise or non-franchise, uh, this is things that just aren't taught, right? It's it's things that we're uh, unfortunately figuring out the hard way, including including myself. So just because you're, you're with a system, there's going to be a system as far as basic financial accounting and reporting. But uh, things like this, there, there's a, a huge demand, a huge need. And uh, that's why I was really looking forward to uh, to the call and show today is to just to get the the word out that there's there are resources um there's help out there in, in order to uh, to get your business to, to become more profitable. So really good stuff there. One thing I found very interesting on a, on one of our first calls was we had talked about, or I had mentioned work life uh, balance, and you had said, you know what, we don't we don't refer to it as work life balance. We 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 refer to it more as uh, as harmony. It's just something that kind of that uh, st- struck me. Something I remember from our, our last call. Can you can you talk a little bit about that because that's a topic that comes up quite a bit. How do I balance things? And 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 I just like the way you you uh, you kind of explained it. Can you can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. I I spent so you know this whole journey to figuring out my life. And one of the things I did was start a podcast. And one of the things in doing that was to say, well, what do we need in life, right? And I think it's universal. We can all say it slightly differently, but we need we need time. We need money. We need to be healthy. We need to have great relationships, right? With our kids, our wives, with people. And we need to somehow be connected to this universe. And so I started off talking about balance with all these things. And what I found is that when you say the word balance, everyone thinks everything has to be equal. And that's not good because you can't have all these things equal. And in life, they're never going to be equal, right? We all go through different times in our life, right? When our kids are young, they demand more attention and they take up a lot more of our time. And so it's very, very hard for people to be balanced. And in one of my guests, he said, you know what? Life is more like harmony. It's it's kind of like music, right? All the different parts of life are going on, but at different times, different parts are louder than others. They're, they're more important. And it's figuring out for yourself, how do all the parts of my life fit together in alignment with what I want out of life and what's important to me? And how do I make all of that work? And then being intentional with that and learning to do it. I think most people live out of harmony. They live you know, if you want to use the word balance, they live out of balance even in that they're so far, you know, most people are so far running into work, they forget about the rest of their lives. And then you get to a point and you look at your health and it's like, it's way out of whack because little by little you've, you've gotten heavier. I know I went through that. I, I got pretty heavy and I had to, to make traumatic lifestyle changes to, to get back in shape. But I think that word harmony helps you to realize you don't need to be perfect, but what are the parts of your life that you want to go together and how do you keep them so that the song of your life sounds good? Right. I like, very well put. What What is the uh, the name of your uh, podcast? 
the podcast is called Richer Soul. So R-I-C-H-E-R and then Soul, S-O-U-L. So it's kind of the, the bringing together of money and life and how do they fit together. Right. And, and we will include, uh, for everyone listening, we will include that in the, uh, in the show notes. So switching gears a little bit, you had, uh, you know, we had mentioned career transition. So, you know, if you can just talk about that career transition, um, you know, what are, what are the challenges that, that people face when transitioning careers, whether it be job to job or, or in this case, job to, uh, to, to business opportunity? And what would be your number one piece of advice? So I think for a lot of people, a lot of people's identity is tied up in their work. Mm-hmm. And we are not our work. So I think one of the first things is to you have to decouple your identity from your work so that you have the ability to explore and figure out what it is that you want to do next. For me, that journey to figure out that what I was going to do next took me seven years. It wasn't like an overnight switch. Now, some people, you know, especially in these times, they don't get a choice, right? You have to do things quickly. But for me, it was it was a slow, long process of who do I who's the person I want to become? What do I really want to do for work? And what's the work that I would do that I loved that the world wanted and was willing to pay for? And that's not always an easy concept to figure out. It's a lot of trial and error and testing. And I think too often people think they want something until they find out what that really means. And then they're like, oh, I didn't realize it required all of this. And so doing the research, and and I, I know you do that, right? I think you match people up appropriately with who they are and the type of business that they're going to to transition to. Yes, yes, a- a- absolutely. And that's a, that's a big part. We, we are the... Um... I jokingly say we ask we ask why all the time, and I, I wrote an article a while back how how our kids are always saying why why why. I tend to do the exact same thing. So we we like to dig deep, and and when someone comes to me and says I want to open up a sandwich, not to name any brands, franchise, I'll ask why, and they don't really know the reason. They just know that they're driving by a particular franchise every day. So we ask those difficult questions. We dive deep, but more importantly. Um, then matching someone with a franchise, we try to figure out, hey, is, is business ownership and or franchise ownership uh, the right fit for you? So we we like to dig in there and uh, we assist people as much as we can. And then we move forward from there, depending on if we feel they're a, if we mutually feel, uh, you know, they're a good fit for, for business ownership. So um, absolutely. And, and, you know, your number one, what's your kind of your number one piece of advice for, for people making that transition? I mean, we, we, we talked about, you know, figuring out why you're doing it. Any, any, any other recommendations? Maybe, maybe I should rephrase the question. Well, I think, yeah, I think you have to have a long runway. It ta- so I think it really depends. Are you buying an existing business that has current cash flow? If you are, that's one thing. But if you're starting from scratch or you're building a new business or starting a new franchise, everything takes longer than you think it will. And you will always get knocked around, right? So today, if you're still like for me, you know, here I am in the middle of of building this new business. I'm out networking like crazy. Things are going well. And then all of a sudden, all my stuff in person dries up and now I've got to pivot. 
And so having a long runway and knowing your financials, I think, is is something that you really need to have clarity around. Uh, and hopefully, if you're lucky, maybe your spouse is working and, and you can live on one income and, and they have health insurance. So that that takes away that role of it. And part of it is also making sure that your spouse supports you, right? Doing business yes. is hard. And so having that type of thing. And the other part of business that I don't think people realize is you need to be a salesperson. Regardless of what your business is, you have to go out and essentially sell your business. People aren't just going to always walk in the door. Maybe if it's a restaurant shop and you're in the right location, people will come in. But you've also got to sell them as to why they should keep coming back. And so part of being a business owner is sales. And I think the other part of business ownership is I grew up thinking I had to do everything myself, and that's so not true. You've got to build a team, have people around you to help you. What are you, what are your strengths and weaknesses? Well, get your weaknesses filled by getting someone to help you and be on your team. And so it's I think too often we don't realize that we need to have a team and we should build our team and have it in place before we need it. Because if you go later, you're going to struggle at that moment to find somebody. So that's, I think, another thing is 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 take the time to plan all these different parts out or you're going to struggle later. Yes, absolutely. And to your point, sales, absolutely. You're always selling your business. Uh, there are a lot of businesses out there, a lot of businesses offering the exact same service. So sales is, is a key component. And I talk to every single candidate about uh having the, uh, the spouse on board as well, uh, having them on the calls, because I always make, uh, I jokingly ask the question, when you purchase your, your home, did you do it? Did you do it on your own or with your spouse? And for the most part, they'll say with the spouse. So, uh, you know, I always say you're making one of the biggest financial decisions you could make. You definitely want to have the support of, of your spouse because there are going to be some ups and downs. You know, the, the first year is, is always the, the toughest, uh, toughest year. And especially with what's going on today. So, um, you know, not all franchises are built the same and that's a, that's a whole nother topic, but, um, you definitely want to have that support. So yes, you, you basically said a, a lot of what I tell each and every, every one of our candidates. So I appreciate that. Um, it's true. Yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> it it, it ab- absolutely is. And it's amazing how many people I will speak with and say, yeah, I spoke with my, my spouse and I said, just out of curiosity, what are her thoughts? why don't we get her on the phone? And then it's a completely different conversation that they don't have that comfort level. And, uh, typically that fear that, you know, being uncomfortable, it's, it's something new and it's, it's not being, um, informed enough. You know, there's not that research hasn't been there. So we, we, uh, we, we like to sit down and fill in the blanks, fill in the gaps as to, okay, well, how long will it take? What's my total investment? You know, we work with the franchise companies. They, they provide most of that information. So, uh, I think just, uh, aligning with what they are looking for, filling in the gaps as far as the inf- information we need to put so a lot of people's mind uh, at ease. So um, definitely important there. It does. And and you've got to figure out all those things. And so that's the thing in business. You have two choices, right? We can learn from our mistakes or we can learn from others' mistakes. And there's tons of information out there. And a lot of what you're talking about is true. It's all of the mistakes that most starting business owners make. And you can either go make them or you can listen and learn and prevent some of those mistakes by understanding from others. And I, yeah, I think just having that spouse and having those conversations in part of being a business owner is being uncomfortable. So 
start at the beginning and, and make sure that you're actually hearing what the spouse is saying. Cause I think a lot of times we, we, we hear, but we don't listen. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's, what's, what would you say is the most exciting thing uh, in your world and business right now? So I think the most exciting thing is time freedom. You know, I've always had a pretty good balance of time and being able to do what I wanted. And so that's important. I think the other thing is what's kind of going on in the world right now is change and change like this brings about so much opportunity. And I think it just, it creates a whole new space. And if you're willing to take risks and if you're willing to step out while everyone else is kind of pulling back, this is one of those times where you can do in a year or two what in normal times would take a decade to accomplish. And so I think from that time, I, I know it's a very scary time, but I think it's also a very opportune time. And those people who are willing to step up and lead and go and try things in these times, I think it, you have tremendous opportunity. And I think there's also going to be opportunities to pick up businesses at very cheap prices you know, in the, in the not too distant future, because the people who were running them weren't taking care of the numbers. They didn't have the ability to, to go through a dip. And so I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity. You've got to figure out what opportunity works best for you. So I think it's in that sense, it's exciting times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is very, very interesting, but yeah, I, I could not agree more. Rocky. So let, let me ask you this. So a new client reaches out to you what does that process look like? So if someone listening in wants to reach out, uh, number one, what does the process look like? And number two, what is the best way uh, for someone to reach out to you? So the process is generally, we start with a just a discussion of who are you? What do you want? Do I have the skills and the ability to help you? So I, I don't believe in hard sales. I believe that I want you to be ready to run because I don't want to pull you up the hill. I want to help you get up the hill. So we usually start with a short phone call to see if we're a good fit. Um, The way to schedule the phone call is just to email me and I'll give you a link to my calendar. It's rocky at profitcomesfirst.com. And if you go to the website, there's even a link on the website where you could download two copies of Mike's, uh, two chapters of Mike's book, or just book an appointment with me. And then what the process looks like is in the beginning, I want you to have a clear life vision. So I have all my people create a life plan because if you don't know what you want and where you're going, I can't help you get there. And you'd be shocked at how many people just don't have a clear life plan of what they want. So once you've got your clear life plan, then we work together over time. So for some people, it's just one call, a one session kind of deep dive, and then they got to go do six months of work. For people who are a little more advanced, then then we work together on a monthly basis, and I I help you achieve your dreams and goals in your business. That's that that's great, and uh, we we will include uh, email, website, um, all that information uh, on the show notes, uh, along with the, uh, the 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 transcription of the entire show. Rocky, I really enjoyed having you on the show. Is there any anything else that you wanted to uh, to bring up or, or tell the audience uh, before we end here? You know, I think the the biggest thing is. Sometimes doing business is a little scary. Build your team, get your your cash in, in position, and then leap and and go do it. I mean, 
no one wants to live a life of regrets, right? You don't want to spend time two, three, four, five years from now looking back and going, oh, I should have done it. I wish I had done it. I don't want to live my life like that. And I think a lot of people, unfortunately, do. So if you're not thrilled with where you're at, take a step and, and try little things. You don't have to jump. You know, you can take little steps towards wherever it is that you want to go, but figure it out and try things out and pivot and see how it goes. That's great. And just that intro call with you would be uh, extremely beneficial just to even get them in the right direction, as you mentioned, to start putting together their uh, life plan. So no, that's that. That's great. Some some really good advice, Rocky. I want to do thank you once again for being on the show and uh, look forward to speaking again in the very near future. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, subscribe to the podcast to hear inspiring stories and actionable tips from career transition and franchising experts and corporate refugees who've jumped into successful franchising on the Franchise Freedom Podcast at ggthefranchiseguide.com slash podcast. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. Three, want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject and he'll send you all the details.